from the Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 753, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world, as you will see today. Text Vicki for a free quote at 636-373-4497. As Dad just told you, the Your Story Travel agents can book a trip anywhere in the world. She just booked a trip to England for Joey, and so today Joey is going to share his trip with all of us right here on the podcast. He has shared very little to almost nothing with the three of us, so we're all sharing in the experience of hearing these things together and tasting things together, as you're going to hear later on. So, all right, Joey, you are leading the way here. So to start off the trip, I got to the airport, was it Friday the 17th? Dad dropped me off there at about noon. Just standard airport stuff at the beginning of that. Just got to get my boarding pass, dropped off luggage, did all that fun travel stuff. So before you get into it, Joey, talk about like what brought this up? Like you just wanted to go to Europe? So originally uh, I got COVID a couple months ago. was stuck in my room for about a week and I was just thinking about it. And I was like, I really don't want to just sit around forever. I want to go places. And then I realized there wasn't really a better time looking at what I had planned out just in general. So I figured I might as well just go on it. So to do that, I had to put a trip together within two, like I think it was within two months out, which meant that getting my passport was a big nightmare. I had to drive down there and back in one day. So that was a fun day trip for me and mom. Drove down, left at 5.30 in the morning. And there, meaning Chicago. Yes, yeah, sorry. You can get a same day passport, right? Well, so the, you have to go to a passport agency to get a, uh, to get a passport same day. It has to be within 14 days of the trip. And since the, the nearest passport agency is in Chicago, we had to drive up to Chicago right before we left for the Myrtle Beach trip. Actually, it was like two days before we left for the Myrtle Beach trip. We drove to Chicago. By the time we got there, it was about 11. I had an appointment to get my passport at noon, so we took a nap in the car because we were both exhausted. Went in for the appointment. To get all the stuff we had to do. It was very similar to the DMV and that it felt like we were criminals no matter what we did. And then we... We're done about, it was almost one by the time we were done with the paperwork stuff and it would. they said it would be printed by about three. So we went and got Chicago style pizza, at which point it was time to go back, pick up the passport and go home. We ended up getting home at about eight. Don't want to spend too much time on that day. <laughs> but you got it. You got your passport in hand, same day. Passport and book in hand, same day printed off. So that was nice knowing that it couldn't get lost in the mail. All right, so you got your passport. Now you're ready to go. Now let's resume first day got to the airport pretty standard stuff to get off your first flight and this was wednesday august 17th that was the first day when i was at the airport uh so we did all that got got ready to go it was pretty similar to any other flight aside from the fact that the plane itself was much larger than we're used to because we usually just go st louis to orlando which is a much smaller plane so my flight left at about 3 30 i think it was but because lutanza just recently started flying out of Lambert Airport at St. Louis directly to Germany, you were able to get on a flight direct from St. Louis to Frankfurt, 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 Germany. It's the only one flight. That's the only flight they do is St. Louis to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to St. Louis. And they do that flight once a day, 
from Frankfurt to St. Louis and then back. And then that's the only thing that plane does for the day. But the plane took off at about 3.30, 3.40, flew to Frankfurt, got there at about seven in the morning because they're seven hours ahead of central time, which is what we're on. So a nine hour, nine hour-ish flight. It was actually listed as exactly nine hours. Um, so that was uncomfortable, but that's how it goes. Just being crammed in a plane. Uh, then I uh, waited about four hours at Frankfurt before it was time to go. I had to fly from Frankfurt to Birmingham, which is an hour and a half north of Bristol, which is where I was staying in England. Hopped on that flight. Then I got an Uber from the airport after I did all that. Um, there was nothing passport. Why well, didn't they did not see look at my passport at all in Germany, except for to verify it was me. They had to look at the passport, but I do I wouldn't have needed it if I had a standard identification from that country. It's just they don't accept state ID as, as identification in, in other countries, uh, which I did think was interesting that they just didn't check my passport at all in Germany. And then I got to Birmingham. They did check it there. They did immigration stuff there. Uh, it took all of five minutes to get through the line and have them ask the questions and stuff like that. Very easy, very simple. Did bag pickup and then hopped in an Uber and rode to Bristol where I got to my hotel. And after that, I was pretty tired. I didn't really sleep on the plane. I got like an hour of sleep altogether and that was broken up. So by the time I got there, I was pretty exhausted. So I just hung around the hotel for that first day. Not much to report on that. It was nice seeing all the sights and stuff on the way there though very different there <laughs> but they do have uber mm -hmm. so you got an uber all the way from birmingham to bristol right but that was not your original plan your original plan was to take a train the original plan was to take a train uh and then when i was looking at the dates more closely to when i was going like looking at the times the only offered train route was a 15-hour train ride even though it was previously listed as an hour and a half train ride. There was a train strike on, there were two days it was happening. It was the 17th and the 19th where they were doing like full scale walkouts. So there was like two trains running that day, which is why it would have taken 15 hours because my route would have been extremely indirect on the few trains that were still running. I know that was a lot of money, but it wasn't as bad as I anticipated it was going to be. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like American equivalent to like 200 $220, something like that, which is for an hour and a half Uber, that's not too bad. Well, I would also say, I think the nice thing was, and this is good for the listeners to know, if you're traveling internationally, was you researched and with the help of mom, you made sure your room was like your own room and your own bathroom. And even though it was kind of small, you said it was still like nice, that it was like secluded in yours. Mm -hmm. And it had air conditioning. That, that was the hard thing. It's good because that's not standard always. So that's good that you got to do the research and you got to find out what you're getting in for. Yep. Uh, the air conditioning, I was very happy we, that they had it in that room. I Now, to be fair, I could have gotten away without it. It would have been uncomfortable. It, w it was mostly nice out. The hottest it got there when I was there was, I think, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Not too bad. Um, just most of the places there don't do air conditioning. When I got there, they had the air conditioning. The, the thermostat was set to 16 Celsius, which I believe was less than 50 Fahrenheit. It was an icebox when I got there, which I wasn't complaining about. I'd rather have it be freezing cold than burning. So that was nice. And on that first day, I pretty much just hung out. I didn't really eat much that first. I was just exhausted. Yeah, that first day was pretty long. But moving into Thursday, uh, the next day, I again, 
just kind of hung around, not necessarily the hotel room, but hung around near the hotel, just go, went around, walked around, saw what there was to see. Not necessarily like touristy things, just being there was extremely fun, being able to walk around, see it, see a bunch of new stuff. So where you were in Bristol, was it lots of buildings, lots of architecture? It's it was very it's very dense. There's not very tall buildings, but Bristol is more populated than St. Louis. So I and I didn't realize that. I thought it was a smaller city than that, but apparently not. Um, there's a lot of people there. Uh, uh, very different, like especially like the roads and stuff like that. Similar to a city, lots of one-way roads, stuff like that. Narrow streets. Things are a lot older there, so the streets were designed before cars were necessarily in mind. So not all the streets are exactly accommodating to lots of cars driving on them. What did you have to eat on those first couple of days? Anything interesting? On on the day I got in from the airport, I didn't really get anything. I just was exhausted, so I fell asleep. And then on Thursday, that was the first day since that I wasn't traveling. I think I picked up something from like a convenience store, just something quick to eat because I was hungry. Now, I got something later on in the day, but actually, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Thursday was the first day. I'm sorry. I was thinking because I left on a Wednesday. Thursday was the first day I got there. So yeah, that's the day I just hung around there. Friday was I walked around. I just enjoyed being in that new place. I went to Queen Square, which was a it was a park really close by the hotel I was staying at, and I just wanted to go just go and enjoy that because it was nice out. And I was looking around and I watched these YouTubers that are based out of uh, Bristol, and I looked over and I just saw their office. I didn't realize it was there, but it was just there. I thought that was an interesting thing, but I just kind of hung out outside. It was night. It was really good weather that day. I woke up late on Friday as well, which was problematic. That was just due to jet lag, I guess. Still, you know, my internal clock was getting thrown off by that, so I was up. I wasn't up till like noon on Friday, but again, was walking around enjoying the place. That night, I got pizza go go because it was the only thing open. By the time I realized I needed to order food, <laughs> so I was looking into all the places they had, and that was the only thing that sounded good to me at the time. I was gonna get just a standard pizza, just to see what it tasted like from there. And then I was looking into crust options and they offered a stuffed crust. And I was like, oh, and the standard option was cheese, but then there was a drop down for another option. They offered a hot dog stuffed pizza, <laughs> like a hot dog stuffed in the crust. And I was like, I don't know who ever asked for this. So I ordered it because you know, I, you had to. That was what I, that was the first meal I had in England. And it's probably the most American thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> So was it good? I'm not gonna lie, it was okay. <laughs> it was just okay. Yeah, the hot dog was honestly kind of gross in the pizza, but the pizza itself was was all right. I didn't know what I was expecting. Keep in mind, it was a pizza place open till four in the morning, so I, that wasn't when I was ordering. But it's, those were its hours, so I wasn't expecting something the craziest quality. But their pizza crust basically tastes like ours. I couldn't taste much of the crust just because it was hot dog inside it. Oh, I meant the bottom crust. Oh, yeah, but it was in general. It tasted a lot like ours, yeah. Okay. Well, then that was your... Friday. Yeah, that was your Friday. So then you got into the weekend. So did you notice, like, a, was there a noticeable difference walking around, like, in crowds because it was a weekend then? So walking around on Friday, in the, I was walking around, like, at noon. It wasn't too busy, but once it started to get around, like, 5 p.m. when I was in Queen Square, that was when I first got there. I noticed it started getting significantly busier with like younger, like a bunch of groups and friends that were hanging out, which I started, I was like, oh, I guess it is Friday night. So it's going to start getting busier. And then uh, going into Saturday, again, I didn't get up early because jet lag was still hitting me hard. I was up till like, I was asleep till like one that night or one that afternoon on Saturday, got up, went outside. It was 
very busy on like those sidewalks and like some of the streets that were walking only. It was a lot busier just to get around. But again, I just on on Saturday I wasn't looking to do anything specific. I was just walking around, going to places, just stepping into stores. Didn't necessarily buy. I don't think I bought anything on those two days. Like I got some food at the end of the day, but I really was. I just didn't find myself getting that hungry. Uh, I picked up some British snacks specifically. But I don't remember what they were. They're not any of the ones I brought back yet. Saturday, I went to a place called the Burger Joint. What do they put on their burgers? It was, it was gherkin and red pepper, and that is not just Burger Joint. Everywhere you go in England, it is standard to have gherkin on the burger, and you like that you couldn't take it off on at this place. You there was not an option to order it without. It came with gherkin. You had to take it off yourself. But I threw jalapenos on there as well and onions, and that burger it was pretty good. It was probably a little bit like lower standard than like Red Robin or something like that. Nothing crazy, just a standard kind of burger. Uh, just wanted to see what that tasted like over there. No, it doesn't sound the most interesting, but I was very much enjoying just being in a new place and being able to go see what they had to offer. But the architecture is different there than here, for sure. Yes, there are bi- most of the buildings over there are older. And do people live in like one family homes or is it, could you tell if there was more than one family living in a home? I just didn't know how it worked. So a lot of the, like, they have a lot of houses that are, like, connected to each other just because that saves a lot of space, especially where I was at. You don't see too many disconnected houses in the city. It was it was a lot different there, but the buildings weren't, like, tall, just there was a lot of them. When you mean connected, do you mean, like, almost like the buildings are just touching and the houses are separate or there's one entrance and then there's, like, two houses with the one entrance? Like some of them were apartment style where you go, you go into a communal door and then you go off with inside. Once you once I got a little bit further away from the hotel, similar to like full house, if yeah. you're thinking like like that. Not didn't look like that, but like in the sense that they're connected. I think they call it terraced. So then we're on to Sunday because you said that was pretty much all you did on your Saturday. And, and I didn't and it wasn't like I didn't I was walking around for like five hours or so. <laughs> Uh, but again, I woke up at like one, so I was just walking around enjoying that. But that pretty much was my Friday, was just walking around. That was Saturday. Or Saturday, sorry. But as far as your room, let's talk about your room a little bit where you stayed at the hotel. Yes. So you said it was a little bit small. Now the bathroom, you said, was a pretty good size relative to what your room size was. I would say the bathroom, like square footage wise, was maybe a quarter or a third of the size of the room I was staying in, which I I thought was a bit interesting. Just some minor things that were a little bit different. The sink really threw me off because there's two taps, one for hot, one for cold. So you can't have running warm water. You can have running hot water and running cold water. And that really threw me off. Essentially, to me, that just says only cold water because it's either burn your hands or use cold water. The shower was pretty good. It was a little confusing to figure that out. I don't know if that was a hotel oddity or if that's just how it works over there. So there's one knob that controlled temperature. No matter how far you turned it either direction, the water did not go off. And then there was one knob that turned it to like actually come out. So I had twisted it originally and it started coming out of the bath, like the bath tap. And so I figured, oh, I must have turned on the water with this one and then I'll change where it is with like no, so you turn the, that that knob on the left, you turn it one way to have it come out of the bath tap or turn it the other way to have it come out of the shower. And to turn off the shower, you leave it between those two, which took me a while to figure that one out because I was just very confused. On that first night, I was also pretty tired. And in the room, it was pretty much just a bed. There wasn't much room on the sides of the bed. 
and then they had a little table up at the up at the foot of the bed against the wall, and then they had a TV as well. Had USB outlets and lamps right next to the bed, which was helpful. So then s- Sunday. So Sunday, I woke up like really early, uh, on just now on my own. I woke up at about six. I say really early. That's really early for me, especially considering six is like midnight where we live. When it's there, it's six in the morning there is midnight here. It was nice weather. Did a lot more walking around. I did go back to Queen Square and enjoyed that in the morning. That was really nice. It was really like f- kind of foggy that morning, so it was nice to see that. Was there a park there that you were sitting in? It, it was just a green space. Like it, it's, we would call it a park, but like it was pretty small for what we would call a park because they have, they have a lot of parks that are just smaller. They have some that are that are big like the ones we would have here, but. I didn't know if like kids would be playing there or. I mean, you could have kids play there, but there's nothing for them to do. It's just gra- a grassy area. Oh. Okay. So like there was a, there was a lot of like young 20s teenagers age kids there on that Friday night. They were doing like volleyball and playing football, not American football, like soccer. soccer. <laughs> uh, ended up going to get uh, fish and chips on this day, which I was very excited to try, see how it was over there. Uh, I didn't know what to order specifically. I didn't know if I was just going to get like the standard fish and chips or if there was like some specialty that they had. So I ended up asking someone else in line if they knew and they just recommended standard fish and chips. I did end up taking that back to the room and eating it there because they didn't really have any um, any seating available at the place I got the fish and chips from. But they got really good reviews and I'd asked the concierge at my hotel about them and they had said that was a good place to get fish and chips. Brought it back to the room and... It was potentially the most boring fish and chips I've ever eaten. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of bland. Oh, no. Yeah. That was the one thing I was like, oh, I, hope, I bet this will taste like better than any fish and chips I've had. Maybe Disney will come close or something like that. No, it wasn't bad. It's And it smelled really good, too. And I took a bite out of it and it just did. It was very bland. Catch 22 was where I got that at. So you got into the, the week. And so you kind of told us you walked around, you explored a lot. Now I guess you can kind of just tell us the things that you did other than that, unless it like pertains to something where you were like, I stopped and saw this architecture, or I saw stopped and saw this. So going into Monday, I got up early, went to Greg's, uh, G-R-E-G-G-S. Apparently that's like a British staple. There was four, four different Greg's locations, all within a two minute walking distance from my hotel. And this is a convenience store, a restaurant, kind of like Panera, but like, I would say it's Panera light because they don't have nearly the menu, but it's also a much smaller shop. Like you walk in, they have like fridges on the left and it's like, oh, you can pick some of this stuff up and you heat it up. I would kind of compare it to like the QT kitchen as, as far as like how much size I, I would guess it takes up. So what'd you get there? So there I ordered uh, an omelet sandwich, egg and cheese omelet on in a roll. And then I also got two donuts, but I saved those for later. So I, after I picked those up, I went back to the room, ate the omelet sandwich, took a shower, and saved the donuts for a little bit later. I, I had already planned, uh, after a couple days on the trip, I had planned to go to Bath, uh, which is just, I think it was, what is it? It's like, it was like 25 minute train ride away. So the trains were working again? So the trains were working again, yes. And you should emphasize that Bath is a city, because I did not know that. That's why dad's laughing is because he knew it wasn't a city, but then he was like, because when I texted him, I was going to bath that day. He said, the one in your room, because I, I said I was going for the day and he said, the one in your room. And he said, didn't you just take a shower? I was confused because I'm like, you had just taken a shower. Why do you have to 
why do you have to have another bath? And he's like, no, the place. I'm like, I think, I don't know if it's the full name is bath. Is, I think it's bath spa is the full name. Cause that's what the train station said. I mean, I knew there was a place called bath. My brain did not put two and two together before I texted you back and said, I thought you already had a shower. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. So what's in bath. That's so interesting. Uh, in bath, like the thing that the reason it's called bath is because it's the Roman baths were there. That's where like, that's what the main thing is. But other than that, it was just somewhere else to go to look around. There was it was also a bit more touristy compared to Bristol. Now I did go with a guide of sort. Uh, so when I was at Catch Twenty Two the day before, the person I asked uh, for recommendations on the meal um, was asking me if I was busy at all, and I had said not really. I didn't have too many plans. And so she had said she was open the next day, so she came with me. So that was fun. Didn't expect to get a date on the fr- in in England, but so you did get a date. What was her name? Her name is Casey. So was she from there, or so she she lives in Bristol? Okay. Oh, near Bristol, like in the way that we would say we live in St. Louis. She took you on a tour. What did she show you? Um, just the specific stuff they had to see there. They, there was like a cathedral, like right next to the baths or to the the Roman baths, right next to the Roman baths. We, I was going to go in and see the Roman baths. Apparently, if you don't book an appointment multiple days in advance, then you're not going to get in because there was a huge line out the front. And I was like, mm, rather not waste my entire day. I'd gotten some of the do- I'd gotten enough donuts for me and her both to have for breakfast because she had said they don't they don't do donuts for breakfast there. That's not like a thing. So I wonder why <laughs> America eating dessert for breakfast. Uh, gotta love it. I would have figured they would people that people would try it at least once there, but I guess I guess not. They did have it ready to go when I got there, and they were still fr- like the donuts were fresh when I got them at Greg's that morning. So we both we both each had one of these. We had a what was it? A caramel custard uh, filled donut, and then a they called it a sugar strand donut. I think it was. Which is just the standard, like it's like a pink frosted donut. Which was that one, um, and those were really good. They tasted. They, uh, they weren't cake donuts. They were lighter than that, but I uh, very much like that. Uh, and then she showed me too. There was this like river with this really cool fountain in it. There was one street we were walking on that very much felt like Branson Landing as far as like the layout goes. It was very friendly to walking on. We went and got lunch at Gourmet Burger Kitchen, and that burger was potentially the third best burger I've ever eaten with your top two being so I don't know which order the top two are in but the lobster burgers up there actually I think lobster burgers probably number one lobster burger from Grand Floridian Grand Cafe. Floridian Cafe and then uh, the egg burger from 54th Street Bar and Grill gotcha but I had gotten what did they call it they called it the rocket man and I have a I have it listed here. I have it written down what was in it. It was hot habanero jam, jalapenos, baconese. Don't know what that is, but it was like some sauce that they put in it. Uh, West Country cheddar and paprika onions. Uh, it was very, it was spicy. It wasn't too spicy, but it was spicy. Uh, and the bur- just the burger itself was extremely good. And then they had fries with that. Uh, the fries were also really good. I was very impressed with those. I did think it was interesting. They had like they had a Claire's there, which I didn't know was an international company. I saw it and I had made a joke about it, like let's go get an infection in our ears. And just to clarify, you're t- you said Claire's, not Eclairs. Claire's, Claire, like the store targeted for like eight to ten year old girls. I just thought it was funny seeing. I did, I was not expecting to see that of all of all things. So it was still the same kind of store. 
just in England. Mm-hmm. Same store. Okay. I de- looked identical. It was a little smaller, but because it was just in this area where land is a lot more expensive. I think we ended up t- taking the train back at like four, something like that. And I forgot to mention on the way there, but I'll mention on the way back, uh, the, the train I got there on was Great Western Railroad. So I was glad I wasn't expecting to be able to get to ride on that, but I did end up getting to ride Great Western Railroad, which was like a childhood dream for me because I was obsessed with Thomas when I was a lot younger. Didn't realize Great Western Railroad was, because uh, the island that they're on in Thomas is fictional. I did not realize that one of the railroads they're constantly talking about was not fictional, but I did get to ride Great Western. Uh, the first train I was on wasn't like the original line. It was like a newer one. But then the second line I was on was an actual like actually one of the proper original like Great Western Railroad lines. So that was fun. I walked around a little bit more once I got back and I stopped in Tesco, which is they, they have a lot of those everywhere. And some of them are like really small. I would say the closest thing we have to that is like Walgreens, but it's like if Walgreens were smaller and you had to think of what Walgreens would cut out to make their store smaller, that's what a Tesco would be. Cause it like, it has to be smaller than what we, what we like, what our Walgreens is, but it's got like, they got like one aisle where one half of it is like refrigeration, refrigerated section. And then they got like chips. They got some, they got some very minor health and beauty stuff and they've got food. And that is where I got some of the snacks that you're about to try right now, because I want to see your reactions to those, see how you thought of them, and I'll give you guys what I thought about them. So you bought some snacks at this place, and for the listeners, because they can't see us, we have had these plates prepared specifically for us by Joey that has these things on it. So we're going to try them as you tell us to. So here we go. All right. So I say we start out with the chocolate which i have not given to dad because he cannot have milk chocolate as he has told me so that is cadbury chocolate we have cadbury chocolate products that we can buy in this country apparently the american chocolate recipe is different in england and america from cadbury so if you get cadbury chocolate here it's different than there except for the cadbury cream eggs they use the same recipe which is the english recipe everywhere but you cannot get that recipe here other than that and it's only sold here for like a certain time of the year. And I expected it to be like, oh, cultural difference. They like theirs more, we like ours more. I tried it, it was, uh, yeah, no, it was just better. It was just better than ours. <laughs> so they're trying it now. It tastes the same. <laughs> As what? As the Cadbury egg? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the same chocolate. You thought it was going to be better, but then it was the same. Are you so that in, in a Cadbury cream egg, they use the same. They use the English recipe of Cadbury chocolate. You can buy Cadbury chocolate in a bar form here, but they will use a different chocolate recipe than the English recipe. Interesting. The only American Cadbury product you can buy with that recipe in it is the Cadbury cream eggs. Uh, what did you think about it, Kaylee? It's good. <laughs> it's not good for us. I was going to say, but I was like, I, Joey had his trip and I had my trip that I just got back from two listeners. So I'll just start fresh on my eating cleaner tomorrow. <laughs> it's really yummy. Yeah, I very much like that. And also I found it, thought, found it interesting because like a lot of the pricing on their stuff, if you account for how much, like that a pound's worth a little bit more than a dollar, this chocolate was like a dollar twenty in American dollars for a full size chocolate bar, which was very cheap which is weird because people prefer it more. 
You think they're selling it as the like fancy British brand here in America and that's why they sell it for more? I don't know. I don't know too many people that that like Cadbury as their favorite chocolate over here, especially with our chocolate recipe. It just blows up around Easter and they're definitely not cheap. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, the eggs are definitely not. Um, And then another thing I got were What's-Its. They're like, uh, they look like a cheese puff, the ones that we've got because they're giant. But yeah, you guys can go ahead and try that. You can't see Kaylee, but she stuffed it like in the front of her mouth. Put it in like sideways. It just tastes like a really good cheese curl. Yeah, it tastes like a Cheeto. It tastes to me. It tasted like identical to a cheese ball, like the Uts cheese ball. Yeah, like planters, like the yeah the huge tub of cheese balls that you get at Costco. Yeah, to me it tasted a lot like that. So what is this thing? I'm very interested. All right. So the next thing I actually have heard about for a long time, because those YouTubers I, that I watch, they, uh, one of them likes them a lot to the point where they made one of their entire gameplay, like one of their entire series that they did about this. That it was a joking game. They changed a recipe of something in game so that it had a different name than a cookie. Essentially, it was just a big meme. But the point is, they had talked. That was the point of that. It's a Jaffa cake, is what it is. J A F F A and then cake. Got some orange in the middle, just to be prepared for that. That was wild. I expected it to be crunchy and it was very soft. This reminds me a little bit of that cookie that I got from Gideon's for the month of July. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this tastes like to me. What cookie is it? They had a um, chocolate chip, orange, pecan cookie at Gideon's and it had a little bit of sea salt on it. And it was really good. And that's kind of what this tastes like. I like this a lot. Me too. I don't think they're, te- they're not terrible. They do have like, I think it's like eight and a half grams of carbs. What's the serving size on these? Is it two? I hit one. Oh, well, that's false. <laughs> it is what I say it is. The calories don't count if you don't count them. So it's got like a little orange jelly inside of it. Yeah. Jelly is kind of the best word for it. Well, thank you for the snacks, Joey. That was a very nice taste test. Mm-hmm. If you want more Jaffa Cakes, I do have a lot more. But I'm going to save some because I'm going to be wanting to eat those over time. <laughs> oh, I don't need any more. <laughs> very tasty. So then you only had a few days left after that. That was pretty much the end of that Monday was the day in Bath. After I, after I picked up those snacks, I went to the room and I kind of hung out for the rest of the night there. Uh, Tuesday again, more chilling out. Went to Castle Park that time, which was a, a little bit bigger of a park. It was closer to the hotel, but similar to Queen Square, it was pretty much just a green space with like walking paths. Then for lunch, I got Mac Shack by Bell Italia, which so Bell Italia is an Italian restaurant. And then Mac Shack is like a subset of Bell Italia, I guess. I don't understand the names that they had on their menu. What I got was the Thomas Jefferson, which was the standard mac and cheese that they had with green celery. So what did you think of that mac and cheese with celery? It was very good. So the Thomas Jefferson was classic mac and cheese with spring onions. They have the New Yorker, which is mac and cheese based with tomato sauce and spicy salami pieces with uh, spring onions as well. The goat, they had mac and cheese with spring onions again and crispy pancetta. They had the hot chick mac and cheese with spicy unduja sausage, pulled roast chicken, uh, crispy pancetta, red chilies, spring onions as well. They had the sloppy joe, just straight up mac and cheese with sloppy joe slapped on top of it. I thought was interesting. Like all these names are like half of these names in, involve 
like something American, like the Oregon, the Bronx, Coney Island. So is this a very popular restaurant? And that's why you chose to go there? I just saw it. Gave it a shot, right? Mm-hmm. Also, it was mac and cheese. So it, that was very good. I liked that a lot. Wished I had gotten a little bit more, but that's how it goes. Um, but after that, I kind of hung around. I got Uber Eats that night for dinner. I got Triangle Grill. I had to get a lot of food <laughs> because there was a 20 pound spending limit on that. So I got a burger, a chicken sandwich, nuggets and fries and cheese. I did not eat all of it. Uh, there were some nuggets and some fries, then quite a few, quite a few of the fries left over. Actually, I had like a few fries. Uh, the burger was, I would say it was better than burger joint, which is what I had earlier in the trip with the jalapenos, but not nearly as good as the gourmet burger kitchen. That way it was pretty chill compared to uh, Monday. Monday I did, I just did a lot. So then Wednesday? Wednesday uh, went into the galleries. It's essentially like a mall. It was three floors, uh, but it was very packed three floors. Part of it is like a mall. And then the other part of it's like similar to the Branson Landing kind of thing where walking down a dedicated street for pavilions and then there are shops on the outside of the streets i got greg's again because it was right it was right there and that's what was that shop you were talking about earlier kaylee with that when you went on the chicago trip primark yeah primark that's where the this greg's is i went to get breakfast there again on wednesday and primark is there is right across the street from this greg's i was getting and it was like a three-story primark it was huge uh i didn't know we had primark here. It's Primark. Oh, Primark. I'm sorry. I got a gourmet burger kitchen again for a second time, just because it was it was really it was really good. I really enjoyed that. And Casey from Casey from earlier, we were both talking about how good that meal was. I had mentioned I might go back, and she had said, "Do you want me to come with you?" And I said, and I told her she could if she wanted to. So we both went back to get that again. I got two this time because I knew how good they were, and I was like, you know what? I might as well just grab two of those. And they didn't come with fries, so I instead of so then I could do one set of fries instead of having both paying for both sets of fries for that, which was convenient. Uh, I got I got an egg on both of them this time, and I actually I did prefer it with the egg. So I got the same thing. It was the Rocket Man, but with an egg on it. Actually, I think I only got an egg on one of them because I was in case I didn't like it. I was I had the standard, but I did like it with the egg on it. But that was a a really good burger. Kaylee's face when you said you got two. <laughs> was she surprised? I mean, are you surprised? I just think it's funny because your son gets two burgers and I go on a trip and my friend and I split one burger. I can't say anything because when we go to Grand Floridian, we usually get three and split it between us and each have one and a half of those lobster burgers. To be fair, I did split the burger on the first date as well. So I, I ate half a burger on the first one because I wasn't that hungry at the time because we had had breakfast shortly before. It had just started raining, so we wanted somewhere to sit down. So half a burger is his snack mode. Yeah, yeah. After I just have two donuts for breakfast, I'll have half a burger as a snack. Well, he's like <laughs> 10 inches taller than you also. So you had your gourmet burger again. So then I guess Thursday was like your last full day. I, my Friday, I was there the whole time, but that day was mostly spent preparing to fly out the next day. Um, so Thursday, I went to, I got breakfast at, what was it? Patisserie, uh, Patisserie Lorraine. What'd you get there? It's probably a baked good. I got a chicken and cheese panini. I got a Cajun chicken sandwich and I got like 
they offered cinnamon rolls, but they offered them like in halves, so I got half a cinnamon roll. Glad you cut back. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't going to get the cinnamon roll, but then I saw that they had them in halves, and I was like, uh, I'm having that. That's fair. Just a little topper. <laughs> uh, I The chicken and cheese panini was good. The Cajun chicken sandwich, I liked it, but there was like a bunch of other stuff on it as well, like standard like lunch meat, kind of like lettuce, tomato... Um, they put mayo on it as well, which I wasn't as big a fan of. The menu on this restaurant was huge, and pretty much everything on that menu sounded amazing. But you did? Did you go somewhere specific on Thursday, like to a, another place outside of Bristol? Uh, I did. I went to uh, Redland, which is where the train station I left to go to Bath for, because that is where near where Casey lived. Because I had asked if she knew any good places to eat, and she had said there was a really good gelato place. It's called Penunzio's kitchen i believe it was penunzio's kitchen i wrote down penunzio's gelato but i think it was penunzio's kitchen and it was very good i had a strawberry and she had black cherry i'm surprised you picked strawberry me too i didn't see vanilla (laughs) i believe it i believe it was there but i didn't see it until i'd already picked so i was like well i'm having strawberry now but was the strawberry good it tasted like strawberry not syrup strawberry yeah that's good uh, walked around in Redland since I was out there already. And then after that, I, pr- I pretty much just h- headed back to the room. It was I knew I would have to get to sleep so I could get ready to pack up and check out the next morning. Friday was a lot of panicking, getting ready for the flight to leave. Lufthansa was having issues with their app so that you could not, people couldn't check in to their flights. So I was panicking, trying to make sure that I wasn't going to be crammed between two people on a nine-hour flight. I had to check out at noon, so I did all the stuff for that. I did go, I went back to Patisserie Lorraine right before I realized I needed to check in, and that all happened. So I got the, I got two of the chicken, or the Cajun chicken paninis this time, and those were very good. But I kind of hung around the hotel for a little while longer, because they had my bag. So I was just, I was walking around in Bristol, but I didn't go far from the hotel. Uh, And then at about... I think it was about four. I got an Uber to Birmingham because I realized I did not want to do that uh, home alone rush through the through the train platform with my luggage. So I just opted to get an Uber and not have to worry about that. Um, and I ended up I, the original plan was to stay in the airport overnight. Uh, I found out that you can only check in, you can only get past security at the airport. Like I think it was five hours before the flight or something like that. So. I would have had to go to the airport and hang out before security and there's like nowhere to sit in the airport before security so i just got uh, a budget hotel right next to the airport uh it was actually bigger the room was bigger there wasn't a bathroom there was a there was a shower which was like a door directly in the wall to the shower and then there was a door that lets you go into a closet with a toilet is what i would call that and then the sink was in the main room. For 100 pounds a night, which is equivalent to like $120, and it's two minute walk from the entrance to the airport, I would say that room was about what I expected for what I paid. No AC, but that's kind of standard there. I didn't expect to get AC in that room. I just needed somewhere to lay down for a little bit. I, I knew I'd have to get up early. And since the flight was at seven, I did have to get into the airport early. So I ended up getting up at about three that morning. And then I got to the airport, went through all that, figuring out where the heck my gate was because I didn't know because Lufthansa was having technical difficulties. Flight left it when it was scheduled at seven, uh, flew from Birmingham to Munich, which I will say I, I much preferred the Munich airport to Frankfurt. I believe it was the Munich airport. 
I got there, and then when you leave your gate to get to like the main airport, you had to walk through like Dior, like the perfume shop. The, there was one walking path and you're going through a store similar to like at a mall I guess if you like walk into a Macy's through like into the mall through the Macy's or something like that you we, but instead we were going from our gate to the rest of the airport you have to go through Dior I'm like how much did they pay to get this prime real estate to force you to go through their store every single person that's on this plane has to go through this store which was very interesting and I forgot to mention on the way in the Frankfurt airport was set up like a mall like it was it, it felt like i was in a mall and so you're seeing all these small shops and then where all the big ones should be like macy's jc penny all like that that's where instead you just find a gate i'm like what the heck is this very interesting layout but then i flew munich i got to munich at it was like an hour and a half flight i got but plus one hour because they're an hour ahead of birmingham so that got me there at about 9 30 i think it was and then i had a layover until 11 30 to get back to Chicago, O'Hare, at which point I got on that plane. And I did prefer the setup because on the way there, the big plane I was on was 252 for the seating, whereas the one I was on this time was 333, which was much, just, I preferred it a lot more. And then got to O'Hare. The actual customs process took all of three minutes. There's a lot of people, huge line. When I got through customs, there's baggage claims and I was so confused and so I find a carousel and I could not find a single airport worker anywhere. The only people I could find were the customs workers. So I'm going to try and find an airport worker. Finally find one lady who's moving like these baggage carts and I said, hey, do I need to like get my baggage or is this like, is because I'm, this is, I'm transferring to another flight. I've never had to pick up my baggage on a flight when I'm transferring. It just gets put on the plane. And so um, she's like, and so I was like, is this a secure area or am I going to need to re-go through security? She goes, yes, this area is secure. And I said, so I, what, I'm like, so where do I go for the train? And she goes, you need to pick up your bag, walks away. I was so confused. Taxiing from the runway to our gate, getting off the plane. By the time I was through customs, it had been an hour since we landed. And I'm like, okay, I can't risk taking too much more time. I want to get to my gate and be ready to go. <laughs> Picked up my bag because it wasn't on the carousel. It was in rows on the ground. So they had a worker take it off the carousel, then put it on the ground about 20 feet away from the caros from the conveyor belt that needed to go on. And so when I did find someone, they said, oh, what you do is you pick up your bag and you put it on that conveyor belt. So I'm like, why did they put it on the carousel in the first place? Just put it on that conveyor belt. I was so confused by that. So then I follow the path and it says, follow the these signs say, if you're going to exit or transfer, you need to go this way. And next thing I know, I'm not in a secure area. There was no sign saying you're leaving a secured area. So I believe that was the path I had to take, but that meant I had to go through security again, which I had not prepared for. I had fluids in my bag. I had rearranged my bag so that things that I wouldn't need to access are at the bottom, but the things that I don't need to access on the plane are sometimes the things that I need to take out for security. So that was just a big old mess. Hopped on a tram to go to one of the terminals I needed to go to. Finally got through security and all that, found my gate. By the time I got on the plane from Chicago to St. Louis, I was asleep before we took off. And that flight was pretty quick. I think it was 45, 50 minutes, something like that. It, it was scheduled as an hour and 40 minute flight, but we got there over 35 minutes early. So I was a bit surprised to see that much time shaved off that short of a flight. And I was pretty exhausted at that point. So I fell asleep shortly after I unpacked and ate dinner. That was my fun little trip to England. Yeah, when you go over, when you go that far overseas into England and places like that, it's almost like you have to allow two days, even though it's one day on the calendar for getting there and back. 
due to the time difference. Your body is all out of sorts and it's got to catch up due to jet lag and all that. So yeah, it's stressful and not fun, the, the actual traveling part Yep. to get there and back. So. And that was the thing is I was expecting the whole trip to be a bit more stressful. I really wasn't that stressed out aside from the days that I was traveling. That was very stressful. Thank you for joining us. And a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email me at Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E dot black at yourstorytravel.com or text me at 636 636- Three seven three four four nine seven. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can text Vicky at 636-373-4497. You can also check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Just keep swimming. No capes. Have a magical day, my friends. Remember.